Hello, everybody. So um, this is a follow-up, a question, a uh, follow-up to the shir I gave about Shechem, a bad place. And um, the question that Ayala Khan asked me based upon that shir. So the basic idea in that shir, just to sum it up, it was um, the part of the Pasuk said, it was in, um, one second, the Pasuk in Shechem was about, uh, there's Rashi in 3714, Ahmed Zayin Yadalad basically said that Shechem is a place which is Muchal Pranas. It's pre- prepared for bad. It's the place where Dino was raped. It's a place where the Shvatim ended up deciding to sell Yosef. It's the place where Malchus based David was split up. So it's a bad place. So the question is what we, we asked what, what kind of idea is this a bad place? Sounds like some sort of mystical connotation to the place. So we had said is that a place could oftentimes be laden with psychological conflict or emotional issues, and it causes a person, to people, to make bad decisions. So we said originally, when the Jews entered Eretz Yisrael, they entered, and the Kalisha entered Eretz Yisrael, they entered um, B'nai Yisrael, when the Shvatim entered Eretz Yisrael, they went to Shechem. And the people um, of Shechem, they basically, in a certain sense, were afraid of the Jews, and they tested them, and they attacked them, and that was part of Shechem taking Dina. It was like an attack on, on, on B'nai Yisrael. And the Shimon and Levi wouldn't stand for it, and they stood up strong, and they made this pat, this plan, and then Yaakov put them in their place and said they made a mistake. So it was like this place where basically Shimon and Levi were successful. They warded off an attack. Yaakov critiqued them. They defended themselves, and again it became a place which had all these emotions about them being attacked, them asserting themselves over Yaakov Avinu, and as such, when they wanted to escape a little bit from the pressure of their father favoring Yosef the brothers went to Shechem. And it became this place which they felt as like their place, the place where they felt superiority or you know, independence from Yaakov. You know? And that was why, in that state of mind, they were, a little, they, were, they were off. They were thrown off, and they were able to make this decision to sell Yosef. And they weren't able to think so clearly. And again later, when B'nai Israel was trying to, you know, um, I guess, rebel, if you will, or put, put Rechavam down, or to make their demands, they went specifically to Shechem. It's a place where, again, where they felt strong, and um, they made their demands against Rechavim. Rechavim himself was um, off, emotionally off, and it created a conflict, and the Malchus split. So the point is, again, it's a place, a place which a person has a lot of you know, bad experiences with, or it creates a lot of emotions, and emotions are oftentimes cloud a person's judgment in making important decisions. So Ayala's question was, so why is it that Yosef was buried in Shechem? It doesn't sound like a great place. So if we look at that, at the time of the day, I didn't know, but then in this week's Parsha, so it's talking about that, um, this is in, I guess, Mem Chas Chav Bez, so Yaakov's telling Yosef to bury him in Eretz Yisrael, and he says, I And I have given you one Shechem, one portion or one Shechem, on your brothers that I took from the Amori with my sword and with my bow. So what's it talking about? So Rashi says that, first of all, he says that since you, since you Yosef, are burying, are going to toil to bury me, so I'm going to give you a special burial place. And that is Shechem. And sure enough, that's what Pasuk Yeshua says. They brought the bones of Yosef and buried him in Shechem. So, um, so Rashi says, Shechem is referring to literally Shechem, Shechem Mamish. And he's saying, this is going to be your extra chilek of your brothers that you gave your brothers uh, you know, split up the land right so to everybody, but Yosef has a separate inheritance, basically of Shechem, it's a separate portion. 
Why? Because he took it. And what's the connection? What do you mean? Yaakov took it from Emori with his sword and with his bow. I thought Shimon and Levi took it in the battle. What was he even talking about? So Rashi says, quotes a Medrash, I guess, that Shimon and Levi fought against Shem, and then all the, the cities came to uh, fight against him. That's what Yaakov was afraid of. Yaakov was afraid that now all the enemies are going to come and fight against us. So when all the enemies came to gather around and to fight, Yaakov, Rashi says, girded his uh, weapons, and he ended up, um, you know, scaring them off. And the, the Ramban, there's another Ramban who talks f- further at length about this, the Ramban in uh, Lamed Dal Yud Gimel. But basically what he says is that, although the, 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 the Pesukim don't really tell us about this, the Ramban says, but it's like a hidden miracle, is that, again, Yaakov was afraid, he criticized Shimon Levi, that the other nations are going to get really angry at us, and they're going to come and fight against us because we destroyed Shlem. And then the Pesuk says that the fear of Hashem was on all the nations. But the Medrash is elaborating and says it wasn't just the fear of Hashem was on the nations, they actually did, did come to fight a war against them. And because somehow Yaakov took on a posture, of uh, offensive posture with his, uh, or defensive posture or whatever, with his sword and his weapons, so he scared them off. So the question is, what's, why is that relevant? And why is that, again, back to the question, is why is this specifically the place where Yosef is being buried? It seems to be if it's a place, it's a bad place, it's Muhammad Pranas, it doesn't sound like the greatest idea to bury them there. So I was thinking that it's interesting is that, that, again, we said originally the brothers had a bad relationship to this place because it, was, it became a place where they exerted strength and power and the dominion over, over Shechem, over the city of Shechem, they destroyed it. And not only that, also over Yaakov, you know, they kind of went behind Yaakov's back. Yaakov criticized them, saying, how could you do this? And they said, because you know, they seemed to feel that they ended up correct. They felt they were in the right. Their plan worked out. They were successful, and they ended up making it. And again, this, is, this makes this place a place which they felt strong and powerful, so much so that it caused them again to have this strength, sense of strength when it came to Yosef. And they, again, they felt overconfident and they misjudged Yosef. So it could be that Yaakov was trying to correct that. Yaakov is trying to correct by giving Yosef Shlem. Yaakov is trying to put the Shvatim in their place. And first of all, he's saying is that you think you took Shlem, I took Shlem. Why? Because it's true that Shimon and Levi destroyed Shlem. But bottom line is, if it was if just purely based on Shimon and Levi's actions, the other nations would have come and destroyed them. And therefore, what good is it to take Shlem if you can't defend Shlem? Take Shlem and then it gets taken back, then that's not called taking Shlem, that's called losing Shlem. That's, that's just dumb. It doesn't accomplish anything. But on the contrary, he, they took Shlem, and Yaakov, if not for Yaakov standing up strong against the enemies, the Shlem would have been gone. So ultimately, the fact that they had Shlem was a result of Yaakov. It wasn't really a result of Shimon Levi. It was a result of the Shkachas Hashem that stood behind Yaakov Avinu when he was stood up against the other enemies. So he's saying to the brothers that you guys feel all confident and you guys have this, this relationship to Shlem because this is your place and your place where you were victorious over, Sh- over Shlem and you were victorious over Yosef and you put, knocked him out and you know. He's saying on the contrary, you guys have to correct your attitude towards this place and on the contrary, you don't get this place. This is the place where I'm going to give to Yosef. This is a place which is my place. I conquered it. You know, and I'm going to give it to Yosef, the one who you previously put down in this place. And on the contrary, Yosef might feel, when he looks at Shem, he might feel this is a place of his weakness, because this is a place where the brothers really teamed up on him. So on the contrary, and the brothers look at it as a place of their strength, because this is a place where they were, 
you know, victorious over Yosef and victorious over the Shem, the people of Shem. So on the contrary, by Yaakov giving it to Yosef, he's basically kind, trying to recast the way they look at Shem, not as a place of their strength, but as a case of their, in a certain sense, their weakness. And not at a place of Yosef's weakness, but a place of his strength. And hopefully trying to reframe the way Klai Yisrael, B'nai Yisrael, relate to Shem. Question is, did it work? So it seems like it didn't, because in the case of Yerachavam, so it says that, you know, we talked about this in the other year, but that the brother, the people came to um, to make Rechavim king in Shechem. And I think Rashi there says, or Sudo says, that they chose specifically, they didn't want to make him king in Yehuda, where, where he was from, in Yerushalayim, because that was his power place. But on the contrary, they went to Shechem, which is where Yeravim was from, because Yeravim was from Ephraim, so who's from Yosef. So they specifically went to a place where Yeravim was the guy. And he, it was like his town, and, they, and the place where Rechavim was weak. And since he was weak, this way they were able to kind of, it became, again, a power struggle, where Rechavim basically says, I'm not going to step down. And Yeravim basically says, if you don't step down, we're going to take control. And that's what ended up happening, it got split. So, I don't know, I'm just thinking is that Yeravim was from Yosef. So maybe now it flipped the wrong way. Yaakov was trying to recast it, and maybe it went the opposite direction. And now Yeravim, who's from Yosef, felt like powerful in Shechem. And Rechavim, who's from Yehuda, right, so he, in a certain sense, felt weak. Or, or he, got, he felt the pressure that they were basically, Yosef was now pushing back at the Shvatim, at, at Yehuda, in, in Shechem. And again, it's like the emotions are still there in the place. Instead of recasting it and causing them to basically everybody to relate to it in a clear, rational light, he like still had the emotional baggage attached to it. And there's this power play between, you know, Shevet Yosef, I guess, Ephraim, and between Yehuda. So it seems like ultimately it didn't really work, but that was perhaps what Yosef, what Yosef was trying to accomplish in doing this. Um, yeah. Okay, now Rashi has an alternate shot about how to learn this Shechem Achar Alechecha. And he's saying is basically, it's a totally different shot. It's nothing to do with Shechem. He says Shechem doesn't mean um, the little city of Shechem, Mamish, but Shechem means a portion. He basically says this Shechem Achar means the Bechora. That he's saying is that Yosef is saying he's giving to, I'm sorry, Yaakov is saying he's giving to Yosef two portions because he's splitting Menashe and Ephraim into two Shvatim, two of the 12 Shvatim. So he's giving him an extra portion he shows to show Shechem means a chelak, a portion. So when he's saying, I've given you Shechem achar alachach, I've given you one portion over your brothers because I'm making you two shvatim. But then what's the end of the Pasuk? That I took another portion from the Emori with my sword and with my bows, even talking about. So Rashi explains, and it seems like a Midrashic way, very metaphorical. He says, Amori is a reference to Esav, because Esav did the Maisa Amori, right? Or because Esav was um, entrapped his father, but Imre Piv, with the words of his mouth. So Amori is like Imre. So it's a reference to that it's a Shechem Achad, it's another portion over your brothers that I took from the Amori, means from my brother Esav. Bechar Bivakashti says, with my Cherev is a reference to my Chachma, and my Kashti, Ubikashti, is like Bakasha with my tefillah. Total play on the words here. What basically saying is, is that I'm giving you another portion, a double portion, the Bechorah, 
right? You're like two shvatim as opposed to the other ones who are one. So I'm giving you the Bechorah that I took from my brother, Esav. Esav originally had the Bechor, but through Yaakov's tefillah, his Chachma, again, his Chachma, I guess that he made the plan to be able to get the Bechor from Esav, I guess both in terms of originally when he bought it and then also in terms of the um, getting the Brachos. And with his tefillah, I guess his tefillah that he wasn't found out. It's not clear what tefillah it's talking about, but that Yosef didn't catch him, or Yaakov Yitzchak didn't get word of the whole plan. Right? So it's saying, since Yaakov took a double portion or took an extra chelak of the Bechorah from Esav, now he's giving the extra portion to Yosef because he's getting uh, two shvatim and Bechorah. And the whole thing is very hard to understand. What's it talking about? What does that have anything to do with it? Because... Yaakov got the Bechor, so he got an extra portion over Esau. Now that portion he's giving to Yosef, what does that even mean, that portion? Like again, I guess originally, maybe Yaakov would get double, so maybe he would get two-thirds out of, Esau only get one-third, and now there's 12 Shvatim, and Yosef's getting two out of the Chalakim, out of the 12, as opposed to other Shvatim, are getting one out of the 12. It's like hard to understand. What does it even mean he's giving the portion is there a specific... If it's Shechem, I understand. Shechem is a specific city, which he, he captured, and now he's giving to Yosef. But how, how is the fact that he took another portion or he took the Bechorah from Esau have anything at all to do with the fact that he's giving the Bechorah to Yosef? So it's a tough question, but I have one thought, which is that you might think Bechor is like this fixed right, right of birth. You're born first, you have the right. That's it. Boom. There's nothing to talk about. And... That's not the way it is. It's not so simple. You see, for example, that even though Esau was born first and he was, so to speak, born into the birthright, into the having the firstborn, but at the same time, through his Yaakov's Chachma, he bought it from Esau, right? With Adam Adam Hazah, right? He bought it from him. And then he ended up uh, taking it through the whole plan where he basically pretended to be uh, yeah, you know, Esau. And he ended up getting that, which was rightfully his. So you see that a Bechor is not this intrinsic fixed thing. Although there is an idea of the firstborn, it's not, it's negotiable, so to speak. It's subject to being, you know, taken by the better candidate, so to speak, or by the one who is more deserving, who uses their Chachma, and is able to, uh, to attain that. And that's what ya- Yaakov realized, is that from, through his experience with Esav, he saw that although there is a Bechor, and the Bechor is infixed. And then so too, Reuven, Bechor Yata, Kochi Verejazoni, right? But Reuven was the one who had the Bechor, but Pachas Kamal Tosar, Kilis Mishra Yichel, basically he lost it because of Reuven's mistakes. He ended up losing the Bechor. And now the Bechor, as Yaakov already knew from his dealings with Esav, the Bechor was up in the air for someone else to take it. And basically, Yet Yosef ended up giving it, I'm sorry, Yaakov ended up giving it to Yosef, that Yosef got, the Bechor gets a double portion, and in the Shvatim, two of the Shvatim are Menashe and Ephraim, or from Yosef. So it could be, so he's saying is that, that just like I took the Bechor from my brother, Esav, and I realized that it's not all about birth order, but it's about merit, I gave you, Yosef, you're the leader, you're the one who I've chosen to be the one, the leader, and you're going to get the Bechor, you're going to get two portions. And Menashe and Ephraim is Kirubim and Shimon Yuli, means you're two, you're two, your two sons are going to be two of the Shvatim. You're going to have a double portion in Kal Yisrael as opposed to all the other Shvatim. So that's what he's saying, is that he's giving him the, 
you know, additional portion that he took from his brother through his chachma, through his tefillos. And chachma and tefillos in merit ultimately could lead a person to getting a bachar, which they wouldn't necessarily have through the birth order. Okay, so again, it's a little bit of a stretch in the pshat of the pasuk. I think the main pshat of the pasuk is the other one, is literally shechem. But, you know, there's something funny about reading shechem achad also to mean the place shechem. So, okay, whatever, the two different pshatim. Okay, have a good one.